are listening to the podcast Magic and Myths. Hello and welcome back to Magic and Myths. Sorry for the delay. I got pretty caught up in a lot of things. But today we'll be talking about Theseus, the Greek hero that defeated the Minotaur. First, we have to go into the Minotaur, though, and its origins. So let's get into that. Okay. So now we get to talk about Perseus. We said before we talk about Perseus. Hang on, wait. Did I say this already? Eh, either way. So before we talk about Perseus, we have to talk about how his main enemy started. The Minotaur. The Minotaur, or the mythic power of the Minotaur, all started on Crete. One day, when the old king died, and his his foster sons, as his uh, Minos and two others that I don't remember, and I'm not bothering to search up, Actually, no. You know what? Never mind. Hang on. My nose is... Brothers. Enter. Radamanthus and Sarpedon. Radamanthus and Sarpedon. My nose is the simplest one. Wow. Anyways. So. They were trying to figure out who would become king. And all of them had different arguments. And Minos said that he was favored by the gods. And so the brother said, prove it. And so he said that on a certain day. He would publicly cause a bull to rise from the sea like a great bull to rise from the sea and so he prayed to poseidon on that day and poseidon made a big white bull rise out of the ocean and this was a big feat and so that day he was made king and there was one condition of that happening of Minos getting that bull. He would have to sacrifice it to Poseidon. And Minos looked at the bull and he thought, huh, this is a good bull. I'd like to have it to breed with my cows so that I can have prize bulls. And then I'll be renowned for having great bulls. And so, but he had to sacrifice something to Poseidon, the bull to Poseidon, or else he'd get pretty soon as well, or else Poseidon would get angry. So instead, he decided to be a schemer, and he made a sacrifice with a lesser bull, thinking that Poseidon wouldn't notice. But Poseidon did. And the way Poseidon decided to take his revenge was to... Ahem. This is kind of funny to me. He decided to make... He decided to ask Aphrodite to make... Minos's wife, what's her name? Hang on, one, one second, one second. 
Pacifay. So, Minos' wife, Pacifay, fall in love with the big white bull that Minos refused to sacrifice to Poseidon. And so, I'm not going to explain how it happened, but somehow, Pacifay decided to get into a relationship with the bull, and eventually, after nine months, she gave birth to a baby. Now, Minos expected this to be his baby. And so, when, but when it came out, it was, and he had prepared to be, like, he had an heir, so he didn't have to worry about his lineage and everything. And he even planned to give that baby his stepfather's name, Asterion. And when it was born, it was half man half bull and so you can imagine how that is and if you've seen anything in Greek mythology you'll probably have seen the minotaur it has the lower half of a bull so the legs and hooves of a bull a human body like a human torso and arms and then his head is also a bull and so like it's a bull's head and this was a horror, and everyone got mad and belled. And so Daedalus, who was from Athens, but then <coughs> accidentally, kind of on purpose, pushed his uh cousin, his nephew, off of a cliff because he was smart. Because his nephew was smarter than him, and so. He kind of got exiled from Athens because that was kind of bad. Bad. Anyways, so in that time, he went to Minos and Minos took him in as his chief inventor. And so Minos went to Daedalus and told him to give him a solution to this horror that was the Minotaur. Or Asterion, as it was called at the time. Or he was called at the time. It's still a human being. But he was being kept in the prisons. Now, Daedalus decided to design a maze so big and so strong and so tall that no one can escape. It's so complex that you'd get lost in seconds. The walls would move, and you wouldn't be able to find your way around. You had no, would have no sense of direction. It was closed. It was closed off and very dark, so you wouldn't be able to see anything, anyways. And after a while, he uh, decided to, like, once it was finished building, they put. Asterion, now known as the Minotaur, who had been fed human flesh for years. Now he was a teenager, so it took a long time. It took like 16 years at least. And eventually they put him in it, and he kind of just sat there. Now, another thing was that Minos had another son. What's his name? I'm going to have to search up so many things because I'm never prepared for these. 
my nose is Androgius. Okay, cool. Androgius. That was my Alexa. Why did my Alexa go off? It goes off randomly. Anyways. So, Androgius went to a set of funeral games. Because that's, that's how they had funerals. They had, like... Sports event in honor of the person that died. Kind of twisted, but yeah. That this is why the Olympics were invented by Greeks. They literally had a sports event, a sports tournament, every time someone died, like someone important. Kind of sad. Anyways, so Androgius went to one of these funeral games, or it was just a game. I don't know. And he got killed by accident. He got killed by, like, a spinning discus. You know what a discus is? It's a really big, round, metal, heavy frisbee that you're supposed to throw. And so he got hit by it by accident because the discus went off of its course. And he got hit by it. Or it was a javelin, I don't remember. But yeah, he was killed... And King Minos decided this was the perfect opportunity to wage war. So, Crete versus Athens. Now, Crete was definitely the larger of the two armies. They had a better navy. And it was bigger. Like, it had more people in the army. And so, the king at that time was terrified. And he made a huge treaty. Like, he immediately tried to make up history but the only way was that every how long like i don't know however long i think it's like every 12 years 12 no it was like every yeah it's like every 12 years or no every seven years or so no every year every year it's annually seven teenage boys like seven of each, seven teenage boys and seven teenage girls would be sent to Crete. <coughs> For some reason, I've been coughing a lot. And they would be fed to the Minotaur. They would be put into the maze and fed to the Minotaur. And that's how they fed the Minotaur. And so this went on for years. And it continued. And it continued. Mm-hmm. But little did Minos know, that there was a very special thing happening. The birth of an heir that happened a couple years before this started. Or maybe less. Like a few years after this started. And that was the birth of the heir of... Aegisthus? What's his name? Hang on. I'm having to search up so many things. Hang on.
I was right, Aegeus. Okay, so Aegeus. Okay, so this Aegeus's son, the heir to the throne of Athens, whose name was Theseus. But that is a story for next time. This has been a wonderful part one, and I'll see you in part two next week. This is a podcast of no production company. It is simply me sitting on my bed in a room with my phone and my laptop. That's about it. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Magic and Myths. And I hope to start posting more regularly and don't just fall apart. Luckily, I don't have to have coordinating two people. And so, I hope to be able to do this more often. Thank you, and bye.